Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you just say it's time? Stay calm. Why, hello there. Welcome to the Nathan Vex Podcast, episode 28. I think somewhere around there. How many weeks are in a year? It's uh, 52. We've been over halfway there since episode 26. It seems like we've been doing this for a lot longer. I love that little ending part. And that song makes me so happy. I feel so I feel a little bit like <clears throat> weird introing over the office intro, like like I've overstepped my boundaries a little bit. You yeah, know? Is like that, that's is that illegal? That's Can a sacred that? tune. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I almost choked. This is gonna be a good day. You're getting all choked up over the office <clears throat> tunes. It's been a it's been a struggle getting this guy started here, turning on the wrong mics and then turning off things and turning on things and but we're here but we're here and we're, we're here. ready to go how's it going oh nathan i i said i wouldn't do it but i've done it again my heart it's has been broken did it again. My heart. you should have told me ahead of time <laughs> and i could have had that song ready instead of just singing it but it's so much better to hear you perform. Oh, baby, it. baby, oops! I I don't actually know this. <laughs> it's a little before my time, Mrs. Spears. So anyway, I said I wouldn't do it. I just my heart's been broken so many times. I just I can't have it broken again. She's pregnant. Will you stop spreading <laughs> those rumors? <laughs> I am not pregnant. I just think it's so funny. I am not <laughs> I think pregnant it's so because funny. Because it would just kill me if I, I was. <sighs> I mean, not literally. I think I could. Yeah, you better watch out. God is going to be like, child. oh, really? I just would rather not. <laughs> really <laughs> would rather not. Anyway, so as we've mentioned before, I'm moving. And this has been a pretty stressful process. But what's helped is falling in love with a potential home that we could be moving into. Like, it really helps soften the blow because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I really like this place. This could be a really good thing. And then we lose it. And this has happened like five times now. So Monday, I had a really, really bad day again. Which I'm noticing a pattern. This is the second Monday in a row that I've had an extremely bad day. So I'm prepared for this next Monday. I'm going to be ready for it. And I I am going to pad that day with every good thing I can think of to, to brace myself so I don't have a bad day. But this Monday started off pretty terrible. But I found this house like that I loved. And I was showing everybody. I was like, okay, guys, I think this is it. Like, I love this house. It's in our price range. It's everything I want. It's like old and historic, but it's got the modern kitchen and the modern bathrooms and all like the modern light fixtures and the paint colors I liked. Like, it was perfect. It was a pretty dope house. It was perfect. And so I was feeling a little encouraged, like, man, we found the right house. (sighs) 
And then sometime after lunch, it went away. Like it sold. Ooh, it sold. Like that, that day, day, it sold. I was like, okay. Do you, okay. Do you feel like the carrot keeps being dangled in uh-huh. front of you and you're like, oh, that's it. That's the perfect one. And it's gone. Why would you do that? Yeah. So I decided I'm not going to love again. <laughs> I'm really? not. I'm not. I'm not even looking anymore. You're just gonna rent a van. Gonna, I'm not even looking. I'm going to wait until my house has an offer on it before I look at another house. I just checking it off my brain until last night. <laughs> so that lasted like twelve hours, basically. <laughs> so there was this house that I keep going back to because I love the exterior of it. And, and the interior, it's got some real strong bones to it. It's just, it's got a lot of wallpaper. And so it's been on the market for a while, and the price point has dropped significantly. Like, it's dropped like 100 grand. Whoa. And I think it's mainly because of the wallpaper. <laughs> Do you think so? Have you Actually? ever taken wallpaper off a wall? No, is it hard? Uh, yeah, like... If a couple decides we're going to remove the wallpaper from this wall, they will be divorced by the end of it. Oh, gosh. Rebecca, do not get this house. Okay, so here's my plan. If I can get this house cheap enough below what our thought is of this is how much we want to spend on a house, then I could put that remaining money into paying somebody to remove the wallpaper. There's got to be like a streamlined process by now, right? You would think? No. I think there's a lot of good ideas and sometimes they work, but the majority of the time it's just a nightmare to remove wallpaper. You know what you should do? Huh? Rent a bunch of two-year-olds because mm-hmm. they're good at just destroying things. Well, okay, but I can't have the walls underneath the wallpaper destroyed also. Those need to remain intact. Well, they're not going to, uh, you're not giving them like a sledgehammer. Okay, but if you rip off the wallpaper, Nathan, obviously, you've never removed wallpaper. But if you if you remove wallpaper poorly, then the, the dry wallpaper mm-hmm. will get torn off with it. And then you've got pits all over the wall. And so that dry wallpaper has to remain intact. That's why this is such like a fragile thing to do. And you can't just paint over it. That's what? just tacky. How'd you know that was going to be my next question? I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> That's just tacky. You cannot do that. I will hire somebody to remove the wallpaper. Okay. Anyway, I keep checking the posting because I keep expecting it to sell today because I finally, <laughs> it's been on the market for it's like almost 200 days. And then today it's probably going to sell this afternoon. <sighs> I hope not. I hope not, because I'm starting to get really excited about this one. Stop it. Don't get excited about I'm anything. I'm falling in love again, Nathan. Don't. I'm falling in love again. Don't. I'm just going to get my heart broken. But Don't. I am going to contact my realtor, because I think we need to go see this. <laughs> <coughs> well, I hope everything goes well for you, and you will find the perfect house even if it is a van down by the river and i'm eating government cheese yeah, cheese is so Whatever. good these days fine i i can be happy with a van down by the river nathan how are you doing oh man it has been just a, a journey yeah last time we were t- we okay last podcast <sighs> at the end of the podcast you revealed you were leaving the podcast to go get stabbed. Yes. <laughs> okay, for anybody, if there is a single person 
who uh, this is your, your first ever episode. Let me just let me just get you caught up real quick. Previously on Nathan's medical misfortune, I have never had a month so full of doctor's visits. Let's rehash this. What were the problems that you started out with? <clears throat> so it started out with a few things. Uh huh. Okay, I had spots on my legs. Leprosy. Probably. I had a whole lot of mood swings. And then anytime I would exercise, I would get excruciating pain in the nethers. Well, you got two things taken care of. Yes. One, your leprosy has been treated. Right. So I went to the doctor uh, earlier this month. They gave me a prescription for the, the leprosy, as we're calling it. And it's actually worked pretty well. Also in that same doctor's appointment, he was like, all right, let's talk about these mood swings. And so we had that whole conversation. And he's like, it sounds like you have dysthymia, which is a form of depression that's consistent, but not constant. For the hernia thing, I went to an ultrasound. So they send the results to a hernia specialist slash surgeon. I go to see him and he's like, you don't have a hernia. Pretty confident you don't have a hernia. So we scheduled a CAT scan. I go to the CAT scan. CAT scan doesn't see squat. Had a follow-up meeting after the CAT scan. And he said, the CAT scan looks great. Probably not a hernia. What it feels like and what it kind of acts like is scar tissue from the previous surgery has built up right near a nerve. And whenever I run or exercise or do anything like that, the scar tissue butts up against the nerve and starts causing pain. Three hours later. And so what they're going to do today. <gasps> this is happening today? This is happening today. Oh my uh, god! I'm going to go back to the specialist. <laughs> they're going to inject a steroid onto the scar tissue to hopefully cause it to kind of dissipate, relax, calm Soften down. up, become more pliable. Right. So that the nerve has more space to move around and it's not so angry all the time. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to inform you I'm healed. Are you better? No, not really. I haven't had a chance to uh, test it out, but I just thought it'd be a really good conclusion to oh, that whole story. So I thought you were, you said yesterday you were going to go work out. Did you not work out? No, yesterday was really busy, and today uh-huh. it's raining, so I couldn't do it this morning. So, so you don't know if you're better. I haven't had a chance to uh, run or anything to really test out this whole um, steroid on the uh, scar tissue method, but, uh, you know, so far it's been pretty uncomfortable, so... <laughs> extremely uncomfortable yeah i'm having my throat is not acting normal today um (laughs) yeah so that was the most painful experience of my life kind of a shocker you know getting stabbed with a needle in the stomach (laughs) it was horrible they freaking they lay me down and they're poking around where the where the pain is and they find out where the pain is, and the way they find out where the pain is, is by poking until I squirm enough that they're like, <laughs> yeah, right there. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, right right there, though. I'm like, uh-huh. And they're like, but really, just right. Ah! Okay, cool. So we'll mark this with an X, and then I'm going to go get a two-inch needle, Rebecca. Uh-huh. The biggest needle I've ever seen. And he fills up this ginormous syringe. Had to be at least 32 ounces. <laughs> He got a big gulp from QT and just filled it and smacked a freaking needle on there. And uh, and he just goes to town right on the X. He's like, yeah, this is where it hurts when we poke the surface. Let's see how it feels whenever I poke like down under. 
did he stab it real fast or did he like <clears throat> slowly push the needle in? You know whenever you go to get blood and they're like, all right, you're going to feel a little prick and just going right in. And you're like, oh, that wasn't too bad. Uh-huh. He was like, okay, yep, got my target here and this might... Like, like throwing a dart. <laughs> like he threw a dart into your stomach. Yeah, like what the heck, guy? <laughs> I could have like maybe stood up against the wall so you could have gotten a better <laughs> aim at it, you know? Gosh, call your friends. Let's make a game out of it. <laughs> so he uh, he stabs me and then... <clears throat> so he's like injecting it. Oh my gosh, dude. Did you feel See, like the fluid going in? I didn't feel anything but just the sharpest pain. It it literally, I cannot compare it to anything, and I've never actually been stabbed, but it felt like I was actually stabbed. You were actually stabbed. But a like by a knife. Actually and it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, I was just stabbed, and oh, wow, that really hurts. It was like stabbed, and then like people are touching the knife. Like, bro, does that hurt? Like right here, whenever I like <laughs> flick it. That's what it felt like because he would have to inject the steroid in one area and then move the needle around without oh. taking it out. He would just like ah. kind of feel around it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. That hurts right there. Cool. Put some more on there. And then he had to take the needle out and he's like, we'll let that sit for a little bit. And so he's talking to my dad and everything, having a good conversation. And they're like, all right, let's go back in. And then he stabbed you again. And then we had to do it all over again. Oh, Because the first round was only like a third of the full injection. And so, uh, uh, like, I was sweating so bad. And my toes were curling. And, like, uh, it was the worst feeling in the world. Were you, like, gripping the sides of the bed? Like I, I wasn't, but I know I was kind of, like, like, my body was, like, really, like, I was Tensing and, tensing and jerking and I was trying to keep it all under control and so I was putting like everything and like all the tension in my hands and everything and so I had my hand behind my head and I could just feel the sweat developing like through my hair I could feel my sweaty palms just immediately I it was rough I did not want to feel bad for you like I I wanted to be the one that stabbed you with the needle you were in mm-hmm. so much pain. I I legit felt bad for you. It would have ended our friendship if you were behind the needle. <laughs> I would have been like, don't talk to me. I don't want to see your face. I don't want to hear your voice. I had no idea it was going to be this painful of an experience. Like, and afterwards, like the pain didn't just Dude, dissipate when, when, when the needle was gone. You were in pain for days. They made it sound like. Like, this is one of those things that I could come in from work. I could get, like, on my lunch break, come in, get this injection, and then go back to work and be just fine. Well, I mean, most people. Right. Well, I mean, you know, most people, as in, like, freaking John Cena and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, probably. Rebecca Crockett. (laughs) No. I'll have a baby on my lunch break. Right. Return to work after Return to work after giving labor. No. Giving birth. Giving birth. (laughs) Giving labor. You give your labor at work, I guess. Right. Perform labor. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, this sucked. And it hurt way more than I was initially led to believe. That was legitimately, (laughs) I feel like it was such a calm thing to say. But after the the first, like, third, and he takes the needle out, I was like, that was a lot more painful than I was initially led to believe. And even in that moment, I was like, what a sophisticated thing to say. <laughs> I wasn't like, I hate your guts. You lied to me. I was like, ooh, wow, yeah, no, that was a bit more painful than I anticipated. Wow, yeah. All right, well, might have to cancel my tea plans. 
It was rough, though. Speaking so properly yeah. to the doctor. Oh, boy. Like, that I sucks. can't say what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> what is the most proper phrase I can say? No kidding, though. And my dad was in the room. And whenever I was not prepared for this this level of pain. And so whenever I first felt it, my first initial reaction was to say freak. Mm-hmm. And Actually, only freak. you said freak. Uh-huh. Well, I didn't get through the whole word. I just felt the pain and it was like, freak. And my thought while doing this was like, oh, dad probably thinks I was just about to drop the biggest F-bomb of my <laughs> life. And like I could, in my brain, I was like, it's not what it looks like, dad. I promise I'm a good son. But <laughs> I couldn't like say that because I was in too much pain. And so I just anything. had to have faith you that dad knew. You can't articulate anything except for completely proper phrases. <laughs> <laughs> It was rough. It was it was a bad time. And uh, I'll go back maybe in like two weeks. If this doesn't work, then they'll probably be like, well, maybe we just missed the missed the initial target. So let's do it again. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I will. You need to test this out. You need to go work out and find out. Well, if it would stop raining. And if I get up yeah, a little motivation. you can't work out inside. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Run on the treadmill? Please. Yeah. No, that's so boring. Treadmills are created by boring people for boring activities like running inside <laughs> and that's about it <laughs> okay so so you, so you speak you speak of this intense pain that you had right now i've had way more intense pains than that i'm sure i don't know dude but i first <laughs> can't be far off <laughs> and i thought i thought that whenever i had like my hernia surgery, mm-hmm. like this is probably what post birth pain feels like. But you know what's really sad? You will never experience that, so you will never know how far off that pain was. I know. From and from, you know, and it's yeah. it's just so unfortunate. Okay. But here's here's what happened to me once. So I had this disgusting war on my heel mm, yeah. that I decided to do nothing about for like a year. So it became like the small wart to like this really massive wart. So I couldn't walk on my foot anymore. So I was walking on like the ball of my foot for like six months. And I was like, you know what? This isn't just going away. I should probably do something about this before it gets out of hand. I mean. So I go in and the doctor's like, yeah, this is really bad. Like this is one of the worst I've ever seen. Like it was. It was taking up my entire heel and like, Gross, dude. yeah, and my heel was like raw, like there was no skin on the bottom of it anymore. It was just like a wart. I know this is really gross, but that's what it was. <laughs> and so they give me this like compound cream and they're like, put this on once a day and then um, do this for two weeks and then come back and then we're going to freeze it and we'll just keep going through this process. Dude. So I'm like, all right, put this cream on once a day. I'll do you one better. We'll do twice a day. Oh, freaking got them. I'll show those doctors. My heel was so raw. And I'm telling you, this war was deep. But this, this cream had like eaten through pretty deep, so deep that it unknowingly exposed a nerve. Ooh. That the doctor did not see. When they decided to freeze it. You know when you tell somebody like, oh, that really hit a nerve? 
Yeah. I know what that phrase means now. <laughs> because the doctor went and put like the little freeze thing on there and froze it. And it hit that nerve. And that nerve apparently runs right through the center of my knee. Because I felt that pain shoot all the way up through the center of my knee. Now, I have handled some intense pain in my <laughs> lifetime. I gripped, like I was laying on my stomach, and I gripped the edges of that bed. And I'm pretty sure I tore the underneath part of that. I was gripping it so hard because for whatever reason, I don't feel that I can communicate to anybody <laughs> that I'm in pain. So I kept it to myself. You're like, this is normal. This is totally normal. It was intense. It was intense. And she's like, okay, you're done for now. Go ahead. Keep using the cream. Come back. We'll do this again. We'll just keep doing this process over. Go ahead and go check out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. sure. I'm not, I'm not even communicating proper phrases at this moment. Like this is how painful it was. So I, on one foot, like limp to the register to like check out. And like the lady is taking her sweet time checking out. And I am like, just gritting my teeth, like just trying to keep from just screaming and collapsing right there. Like I could not even, I can't even articulate the intense pain that I was feeling in that moment. It's like when you have to go to the bathroom so bad that you're about to pee your pants, but you're delayed and you can't go and somebody's like holding you up, but you don't want to tell them that you're about to pee your pants. So you're doing everything you can to like act normal, but you're definitely not acting normal. Like you're twitching mm-hmm. and your face is contorting and you're like nervous twitches and stuff. Yeah, that's what I was doing like while I was checking out with this person. <laughs> They're like, are you, are you okay? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it looked like. Do you like. look like that guy from Men in Black? <laughs> the, the alien in the dude's body? Yes. <laughs> Edgar? Yeah. <laughs> exactly what I look like <laughs> so as soon as soon as I get the whole checkout process done I'm like walking out and like I hit the door and I'm like starting to make noises like <laughs> like I, I'm losing it I'm losing it it's like slipping out and I get in the car and I shut the door and I just scream from the top oh my of gosh. my lungs <gasps> And then the tears start coming. Like I'd been holding it in that entire time. I couldn't even drive with that foot. The pain was so bad. And so I was like driving with the wrong foot, which is extremely challenging. And I almost thought like, okay, I need to pull over because I can't drive normally, but I need to get home because this pain is so intense. Get in the garage, made it home safely. Didn't hurt anybody else. Open the garage, walk in my house, and like I collapse on the floor, and I am just like curled up in a ball, just screaming and crying. And my daughter comes walking down. She's like, "What is wrong?" And I'm like, "Call daddy!" Oh my gosh! And I need drugs. Like I (laughs) called my mom, and I'm like, "Mom, how many Advil can I take without killing myself?" And so I think she told me like four or something. So I took like four extra strength, and I crawled upstairs into my bed, and like for the next four hours, like laid there going in and out of sleep, like trying to ignore. Oh my gosh, Rebecca. It was horrible. It was it was not childbirth, but it was a different kind of intense pain. <laughs> oh, gosh. All for a wart. Yeah. So did you go back? I did. Wow. I did, but I... Oh, my gosh. I, I laid off on the, the whole, like, compound cream. Like, I, I used it as prescribed, which was oh. a crazy thing. 
And then I told them in a more articulate way, hey, last time I'm pretty sure like it hit a nerve. Like, could you make sure everything's okay this time? It's taken me two weeks to gain composure. Yeah. But I can finally say. So she said, you know, actually that is pretty tender. I don't think we'll freeze it this time. Let's just keep using the compound. And that's what I did from there on out. And it eventually went away. You know what's crazy? I had... Warts were a common thing growing up, which in retrospect, it was probably because we ran around barefoot a lot and we would go around the pond and stuff. But anyway, can you get can you get warts from uh, toads? Is that a legitimate thing? I, I believe that's a myth. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought it was from like the pee or something. Like if they pee yeah, on That's your... what I was told as a child, but. Anyway, know. either way, I had a I'm lot of warts. I'm looking it up. I'll see if that's a myth I had a lot not. of warts growing up and I had a big one on my toe. Like this, like the the width of my toe. It looked like I just had an extension on the knuckle of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, they didn't freeze it. It was big. It, it was, I had a big one on top and then like a small one on either side of the toe. And they froze off the small ones. But the big one, they just injected me with some uh, with some numbing stuff and they torched it off. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't do that with you. I remember watching it. I literally, as like an eight-year-old child, was watching them torch my toe, and it was the coolest thing. And it was like one and done. The freezing, the free, the froze ones—they didn't go away immediately. But the big guy. Now I do have a scar from it still, but you know, nobody sees my mommy toe. So. Okay, it is a myth. <gasps> you cannot get warts from toads. Busted. It's caused by a human virus, not frogs or toads. So it's like a herpes. Yeah, something like that. The the wart like things that are on toads, those those have uh, poison in them. Oh, so okay. it's still a smart idea to wash your hands after handling toads. Yeah, or any reptile really, or any animals, or you know. Yeah, because of salmonella. Just wash your hands. Salmonella. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Also, while we're on the topic of warts, and I didn't intend. Why is this so disgusting? Why why is this a topic right now? Why are we talking about this? Because we're because you started talking about getting stabbed, and then I wanted to talk about, oh, about my wart. crazy medical story too. <laughs> right. Anyway, one more wart story, and then we can move on. Okay. Uh, we've got better things <laughs> right. to talk about. It's literally almost <laughs> thirty minutes. <laughs> we're halfway through. And we're still just talking about warts. Anyway. I grew up with a family. Nobody in my family ever did this, but Wait, the Yardleys. Wait, you Yardleys, grew up with a family? I, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't my family, though we did have warts prevalent in our in our family growing up. Uh, a different family, the Yardleys, they would get warts a lot. And they got so tired of going to the doctors to like get it. If they had it on like the top of their toe, <clears throat> they would put their foot right like under where a door would swing. Oh, my gosh. And they would... Uh-uh. Uh, Slam no. the door. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Cause like yeah. as a kid, you sit there and you try to like scratch off the wart and you're like, it's not coming off. This is so annoying. And they would just get tired of it and put their foot under the door and swing it like it was a tooth or something. Wow. You know, that the wart that I had on my heel was actually the first wart I had ever gotten. I had never had another one as a child. I I really didn't know anybody else who had had one, especially a family where it is such a common thing <laughs> that they slam the door to remove them. It's not a common thing anymore. I, I, don't, I don't know why it was so common in our childhood, but yeah, I remember that being a thing. And they're like, like it'd be like, oh shoot, got another wart. They're like, just go, just go slice it off with the door. And I'm like, you're actually nuts. 
you're actually insane. I'm not about to do that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's yeah. that's the wart story. <laughs> I got many wart stories from back in the day. All right, let's take a sharp left turn here. Woo, you want to talk <laughs> about The Office? Something something a little bit like happier? Yeah, because <laughs> your birthday is coming up. It's this Friday. And I think I'm way more excited about your birthday than you are. I uh, think I'm more excited about birthdays in general than you are because you don't even care. Like if it was your birthday and I forgot, you would never even mention it to me that it was your birthday. That's if, true. If it was my birthday and you forgot, you would hear about it 10 minutes after you were in the same room as me and you didn't mention that it was my birthday. Happy birthday, Rebecca. It's not my birthday. Oh, I thought that's what you were getting Yeah, at. but just Sorry. in case. Okay, <laughs> but your birthday's on Friday. So I was looking for ideas for your birthday. And it's on the 9th in case anybody was wondering. Also, you do care. Um, well, no, but I mean, if somebody were to like, just give me a gift, you know, send me an online gift card or something, like, I wouldn't be like, ah, shoot, you shouldn't have. Thanks so much, though. Should I start to go for So funny? anyway, we're both huge Office fans. Huge. And I usually like to get you something that has to do with the Office for your birthday. And I found the perfect gift for you for your birthday. Let's hear it. Wait. Should I hear it or are you just going to give it to me? No, I don't know if I'm actually going. I mean, no, you, okay. you would actually have to win this. So you can be assistant to the assistant of the <laughs> regional manager and hang out with Rain Wilson. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So so he's raising money for this charity. Uh, what does the charity go to? Liddy or Lide Haiti, which is an organization that um hold on. Wait, where to go? I had highlighted. Uh uh helps provide education to girls and rule Haiti. Okay, so you can donate as little as ten dollars to this charity and be entered for a chance to win this contest. You have Rain Wilson like explaining, like they've done this before. This was the a previous uh, one that, that they did. Yeah. Uh, no, actually I don't have the audio. Okay. Well, okay. Hold on a minute. I got to get this cord over here. You should just keep talking. Okay. So, so this it. is an option that you, you've had, but you just, because wow, it's not that, that was great really of audio. Difficult. That was really difficult. Okay. Well, okay, you just wait till you hear the friggin' how bad the audio is. So taking the tour group on a tour of Dunder Mifflin. It's my first time back here in five or six years, and I have to say, I am strangely emotional. The text says we're doing it again, Los Angeles, for a tour of locations of the office. Where we are, you guys, Benihana. Home of the famous Benihana Christmas with the contest winners, and they're all here. And oh no, look who else showed up! Oscar! It's Oscar! It's so good to see Oscar again. See, he didn't explain anything, Rebecca. Okay, well, we still got to hear Rain Wilson. We went through talking. all that hard work. Okay, so so this is this is a contest, not a contest. This is something you can donate to it, and you could win this to to be able to go. And so Nathan, I think I want to donate like ten bucks <laughs> in your name, so you have a chance to win this. And if you win it, then that's your birthday present. You know, I was actually super excited about this um, until here's the thing: 
it's ten dollars for a single entry. Uh-huh. You can have unlimited entries. Uh-huh. Meaning you could do ten dollars for one entry or three thousand dollars for three hundred entries. And then you have three hundred times more of a chance of getting that is... picked than the person with so one entry. The you... more rich you are. Right, exactly. Which is about how it goes, you know. Um but it, but it goes to a good cause. It goes to a good cause. So, you know, it's totes worth. I'm just saying but you'd you have to be so <clears throat> lucky, so hashtag blessed, to donate $10 and still make it. But there's still a chance. And There's still a, there's still a chance. <laughs> but you're saying there's a chance. $10. $10. Mm-hmm. You, you could win this. I would probably also donate $10 for myself for a chance that I could win this because I don't know. I think I'm more of, I think I'm a bigger office fan than you are. I've actually watched the entire thing from beginning to end, like six times. Uh, and you've never watched the end of the office. Like you don't even know the part about where Michael. Whoa, 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 whoa spoilers. Where Michael leaves. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so glad I had my headphones off for that. Uh, uh-huh. Right. Okay. So you for clown. your birthday, I had a special surprise planned. So I called Rain Wilson. Oh, did you? Yes. And he was like, how did you get my number? And he blocked me. And because I tried to call back and uh, he's really upset about that. And then I got a phone call from the police that said to leave him alone. So anyway, Classic I went Rain. to YouTube and found Rain Wilson doing trivia questions. Yes. Yes. And so so Rain Wilson is asking trivia questions, and I thought we could try to answer these trivia questions and find out who is the bigger office fan. What better opportunity to see who really is the better? Okay, now I'm nervous about it because I want to be the bigger oh, office Rebecca, fan. Little do you know, I have been studying... I'm going to ask you some questions, some trivia questions, okay. and then some quotes. Okay. okay. And we'll see how well you do. I'm ready. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, this is a good one. This is a tough one. Lay it on I me, Rain. I'm stump you. What was Nelly's ex-boyfriend's job? He was a musician. He was a musician. Or magician. He was a magician. <laughs> he wasn't a musician. What does Michael order while out with the insurance-selling mafia man? He ends up getting googly spaghetti. Goo. It was googly goo. But he ends up getting spaghetti. It was googly goo. And he also ordered a side salad. Because he thought he was an Italian mafia leader. And if the salad's on top, no, it was like I googly send it back. Goo. But he got a side salad, too. But he ended up getting spaghetti. So uh, eh. I get that point. No, you Sorry. don't. No, well, I've got listen, two points. If you wanted the point, you should have I answered should correctly. I should be keeping track of this. What Rebecca is the name of the charity 5K run, fun run? Okay, <clears throat> okay. You you first. <laughs> I don't remember this one. It was like the Scranton. Some. <laughs> Do you know what it is? You go ahead. I'll let you. Michael's. Michael's. Scott. <laughs> rabies. Ra- rabies for the, cure. for the cure. That's how it ends. For <laughs> the cure. <laughs> Neither of us know that. Come on. What is Toby's daughter's name? Sasha. Suck it. Okay, you got it. When Dwight accidentally kills Angela's cat, what are the names of A, the original cat, Sprinkles. and two, the replacement Garbage. cat? Garbage. You didn't okay. wait for the question to finish. Point. Rebecca, you have to wait to, for the... I didn't need to. 
I knew the to. answer before the question even oh, well, was. Oh, you should have jumped in there. <laughs> what is the preferred pizza place among pizza by Alfredo's? What is the preferred pizza place or among is it the Alfredo's pizza? Which one? Because it was that was the debate. It was pizza by Alfredo's or Alfredo's pizza. It's pizza by Alfredo's. What is Jan's candle company called? Uh, Serenity by Jan. Serenity by Jan. Oh, what is Princess Unicorn's catchphrase? Uh, my horn can pierce the sky. Uh, my horn can pierce the the sky. Jeez. Andy, Daryl, and Kevin play what board game during Kevin's Dallas. garage sale? Dallas. Uh, uh, Dallas. Dallas. That's Dallas. Dallas. What is the name of Michael Scarn's robot butler in Threat Level Midnight? <laughs> Uh, I don't remember this one. Uh, Toby. No. What celebrity not. do the office staff debate over being hot or not? Uh, Hillary Stone. Swink. Here is a quote from The Office. You tell me which character said this. Okay. I'm not going to do the voice. Oh. Oh. I have been trying to get on jury duty every year since I was 18 Stanley. years old. You have to wait for no, the questions to finish, Rebecca. No, I don't. You have to. That was Stanley. You suck at this. <laughs> I'm just really good at this. No, you're really good at cheating. Okay, I'm not cheating. It's just I know it when he's asking it. Uh, I, uh, well, th- okay. good. Then you should the, be able to two, hit it as soon as the question's over. The two I didn't know, you didn't know either. Okay, so that just means it's not common knowledge. Okay. Do I regret this? No, I believe his tissue has made me stronger. I Do I? Suck it. No, I you got it first. You made me wait. You made me wait. I'm not even waiting anymore. I'll give oh, you that point. Because I got it right? I will give you Because that I got no, it right. I knew what it was. Hi, I my was name's Rebecca, and I'm a sore loser. Trying to wait for the question to be The worst thing about prison was the dementors. <laughs> Michael, Michael Scott. That's prison Mike. I got that one. Oh, why? Because you went further than what yeah. was needed? Yeah. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Fine. Michael Scott pretending to be prison Mike, played by... Uh, that one guy, Will Ferrell. And what character, Michaels? <laughs> Wait, what? And what character, Michaels? Oh, and Mike? It was, see, <laughs> you answered way before. That means I get the point because you answered the question before the question. Sometimes I feel like everyone I work with is an idiot. Uh, Kevin. No. Yes, it is. That's no. Kevin. No, was it? It is. No, was it? I remember it. Nope, guess again. Because. Guess again. It's Kevin. Guess again. Oh, Stop it. It is. Rebecca, try again. Quit. Here, I'll let you listen to it again. Sometimes I feel like everyone I work with is an idiot. Now, who would say that? Kevin. Guess again. Stop it. Guess again. It was Kevin. No, try again. <laughs> what are you doing? Try again. <laughs> I know for sure that that was really? Kevin. Yes. Really? Try again. I'm just putting myself down for a point. I don't even know why I'm still keeping track of points. I haven't proposed to anyone in years. Andy. And <laughs> You know, a human can go on living seven hours after being decapitated. Uh, Creed. Yep. I, I just knew that. People hey. underestimate the power of nostalgia. Nostalgia Dwight is truly Troop. one of the great weaknesses. Oh, my gosh. Second to the neck. <clears throat> you have to wait <laughs> for the question. It's over. That's it. It's done. Guess who the biggest office fan is? Um, guess who the biggest <laughs> cheater is? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I have eleven. You have four. That was <clears throat> more accurately. You butted into the question eleven times. I waited for four. 
Okay, when I, when I started answering the question early, why didn't you choose to just answer the question early? Because I if believe... you knew it, but you don't know it. Fairness and equality. And now you sound equality. like Michael Scott trying to explain why you're, the, why you're not the loser <laughs> when you're actually the loser. I'm not the loser. You're the loser. Whatever. I am the winner. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. You're the cheater. Oh, it really bothers me now that I don't know... The, the, that, the one the, that you thought the, was Kevin? No, I know for sure that one was Kevin. Try again. I want to punch you in the throat right now. It's the second greatest weakness. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Next to, next to nostalgia. nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, we got that over with. Now we know that I'm an Office fan and Rebecca is a big you fat are cheater. less of an Office fan, but still an Office uh, fan. More like less of a cheater. Okay. Hey, uh, speaking of cheating and breaking the law. <laughs> you have another story for us? <laughs> there was a uh, a gang boss, who a gang leader, I guess. I don't know if uh, if they're uh, if they're called bosses. I think that's in the mafia. The mafia, like oh, a mafia, mafia boss, boss and a gang leader. I got you. I got you. Well, this guy was no ordinary gang boss leader. He was in prison. His name was not Mike, but he knew him. (laughs) He had a plan to escape. Flawless plan. Just not quite flawless execution. His plan was to have his 19-year-old daughter visit him, and he would escape as his daughter. What? May or may not be leaving his daughter behind in prison, but listen, he had a plan for her too, I'm sure. Yeah, leaving her behind in prison. Well, I mean, listen, she's 19, so she's got plenty of years to, you know, grow up. His plan worked perfectly. Until it didn't. Wait, I'm so confused. How did they look exactly alike or something? How was he supposed to escape as his daughter? Well, you know what they say, like uh, like daughter, like gang leader. You know, mm-hmm. they grow up so fast and they always look like their dad, I guess. Um, no, he actually had her, I'm, I'm guessing her, bring in some of her clothes and a wig and a mask that honestly looks pretty realistic. No, this is legit like Mission Impossible mask. You know, I don't know if it was Mission Impossible 2 or what, where they start like making the masks that look exactly like the other person and it's like done by laser Yeah, and then they put it on. Well, it this one doesn't have like the little voice modulator thing, but this mask is a legit mask. If you saw him from like across the room and you just kind of glanced at him and you weren't like really looking and you'd be like, that's a really ugly girl. <laughs> Something's wrong with the proportions in her face. But if you just glanced at him, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's, that's a perfectly have normal human. Have you seen the movie White Chicks? <laughs> this, no, but I know what you're talking this about. This mask is similar, yeah. similar to what the guys on White Chicks look like. Right. You're like, there's something off, but I'm not going to question it in case it's not. It's a little not. off, but not enough that I... She kind of looks like she's pregnant, but not <laughs> enough that I can for sure know that she is. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he didn't make it out, unfortunately. I mean, or uh, fortunately. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, somebody definitely was like... Wait Hi. A Wait a minute. Why do nobody wears that Hello Kitty shirt anymore? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's weird. Is if I looked at his outfit, 
I would not guess 19-year-old girl. I would guess like 13. 12. Yeah. He didn't – that's that's the real problem. And is they were like, why is this 19-year-old girl dressed like a 12-year-old? Yeah. Um, Otherwise, he would have made it. Yeah. It was just a wardrobe uh, malfunction. But, uh, yeah, there's a video of them like de- – Undisguising uh, undi- him. Thank you. Thank Undisguising you. him. It, it's it's crazy to watch. Like, I, I watched this video – they start by taking off the wig. And like when they take off your the wig, you're like, oh my gosh. Like you look at it and you're thinking, this is an odd looking young lady. But right. they, they take off the wig and you're like, okay. And they take off the glasses. And then they start taking off like the shirt, like the Hello Kitty shirt goes away. And you're like, okay, yeah, that's a man. Another thing, how was he able to look so slim and trim in this outfit like, he looks like he could be a 19-year-old girl, and then all of a sudden, he's like, dad bod. <laughs> I did notice that. I don't know I how don't we know. made that work, and I'd like to know that. He's just really sucking it <laughs> in, you know? Be. Every dad has that move practiced, <laughs> and he's like, this is where it all all comes to comes to shine. <laughs> just suck it in. Hello? I mean... Hello? Yeah, but with each piece that they remove, he's like becomes more and more <laughs> the gang leader that he was born to be. Right. And it's like by the end, he is so completely not the 19-year-old girl that he was posing to be. You're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and that, that mask that he had on, like his face had to be so squeezed in that thing. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. We should it's, post that on our Facebook page. Oh, yeah, maybe. Probably. Should, okay. So people can see what we're talking about. But yeah. it, uh, dude... I mean, props to him, I guess, for coming up with Good something try. kind of out of the ordinary. Good try. Maybe this is a normal move, and that's why they caught it. But uh, I do feel bad for his daughter. That was stuck in, like, high-security prison. Right. Like, I like to imagine that she wasn't totally informed. He was like, just bring this this briefcase that somebody has prepared. And hey, so yo, she's- stop by Johnny's. Jo- Johnny's got something he needs you to bring in. He's got a bag. He's got Grab a bag. Grab the bag. Bring it to the prison. He's Brazilian, so I don't know why he's talking like this. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but this poor girl probably brought in all the stuff that her dad asked for, having no idea that he was about to dress like her and leave her behind. <laughs> and then Again. He, like, comes, he comes out dressed like her, and she's like, oh, dad, cool. Oh, you're escaping. Awesome. Oh, all right, well, uh, I'll see you later. Okay. And then she's like, wait a minute. If he's leaving, then who's supposed to stay here and... Oh. And then she puts on the mask. And like then she, dad. <laughs> she puts on her dad's mask. <laughs> yeah, no. Maybe that's why they caught her. They got him. It's because they were like, wait a minute. You're not your dad. That's, where, like, the, that's where the hole in the plan was. Right. He didn't have the second mask made. He needed to dress his daughter up like himself. So anyway, good thing that that didn't uh, pay off. But can you, I, I just, some of this stuff I look and I'm like, I feel like there's part of being in a gang that is like really based on your like merit and how people view you. And I can't imagine escaping prison and they're like, oh, bro, you escaped prison. That's so gnarly. How'd you do it? And he's like, let's not talk about that. Let's not. Let's not. I, I, I heard you dressed up like like your daughter. I heard you tried to get out in a Hello Kitty Bro, is shirt. that true? Like, that's not cool. Like, no, that's no. not cool. No, guys, totally. I dug through the ground with uh, a spoon. Pff. What? No. 
That's not true. That's what they were telling me. And I was like, I ain't about that life. Get that out of here. I'm just going to use this old spoon and dig out like a true gang leader. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there was, a, uh, there was somebody else who almost went to prison. Rebecca, it was so close. This person was, honestly, I don't know how they weren't caught. A, uh, a young woman. Well, actually, we don't know the age, but I'm assuming it's. Are this... we sure it was a young woman, I'm, I'm... or was it a gang leader dressed as a young woman? <sighs> I don't know. That's a good call. This person went to Perkins, I think, <laughs> and whenever they left, they decided to do something a little crazy, and they took the Extra complimentary. Pie. No, they didn't. They took the ketchup bottle with them. Okay. And after, after they left. They got in a car accident and was like, this is karma. This is because I took this ketchup bottle. Okay. And so they went out and they bought more ketchup. And then they left a note apologizing for taking Perkins ketchup and left it by the dumpster behind Perkins for the manager to find. They left the ketchup <laughs> by the dumpster? Well, I Yes. Because That's a bad place they were embarrassed, and so they didn't want to be like, "Hey, I stole. I'm sorry about this." But it was—it's such a uh, what's the word? Whenever something is really like a coincidence? No, 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 no. Uh, freak! You're gonna have to describe. Oh this my a gosh! More. I don't know how to describe the word. Innocent. Such an innocent thing. Okay. So I'll I'll read this for you so um the note that they left says dear lace oh lacy perkins that's the the town where the perkins was in i hope returning two new bottles will restore some luck for me and i can stop carrying around this guilt <clears throat> a few weeks ago i had taken one of your ketchup bottles off the table because for some odd reason i thought it'd be Risky. Wow. I, I am as square as they come, and this is the worst thing I've ever done. Well, a few hours after I did it, someone crashed into my car, and since then, my karma, luck, and life has been utter poop. <laughs> it's really gone down the toilet. <laughs> it's just awful. So she says, again, I'm really sorry if I inconvenienced you the same way my life has been inconveniencing me. And so she signed off uh, with a uh, from an awful person. And uh, yeah, that's why you don't steal ketchup. That's why you don't steal the freaking bottles of sauce from. Don't, don't, Nathan, don't even start with me. Chipotle. I asked permission once. Once. And they, okay. <clears throat> Listen, do not take. The freaking hot sauce from Chipotle, Rebecca. Somebody's going to crash into your car. I'm not even taking it for myself. I'm taking it for my friends that are having me pick oh, up their lunch okay. for them. Okay, so it's like a Robin Hood but here's, type. You no, know, here's the story. Here's the story. So you go to Chipotle, and they don't have like the little to-go cup things to put the green sauce in, and you got to go back and wait in line. So I asked, hey, this bottle's almost gone. Can I just take this one? And they're like, yeah, sure, no problem. And so now if I need to grab green sauce for a friend, I 
take the bottle that has the least amount in it and you guys have criticized me so i stopped getting you green sauce that's fine because i have so many extra bottles <laughs> everywhere i go why don't you just get like a to-go cup and fill it with that you know maybe this is why my life's so horrible right now it's if you would stop stealing, stealing the chipotle sauce you would have a house by now <laughs> You're going to have your heart broken. Jonathan, we are sorry you got fired. It's because I stole the green <laughs> sauce from Chipotle. For every Told bottle me. of sauce you have stolen, there's going to be something bad that happens to you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a lot of bad things. <laughs> it's probably like four. <laughs> I think we're all caught up now. <laughs> oh, good. When you were talking about the person that stole the ketchup and you said that they got in an accident, I totally thought this was going a different direction. I thought like they crashed the car and the ketchup bottle exploded or something. And it just like And they thought it was and... like, yeah, blood everywhere in the car. And then I thought some, they thought somebody got murdered and then they were going to go to prison. Like I thought that's where it was going. No, she no. just felt really guilty. Yeah, <laughs> no. I could see this happening to me. Being like, I really shouldn't do this, but I kind of just need, it's just a little bit of ketchup. Come on. It's fine. It's fine. I'll take it. And then just something bad happens. And I'm like, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I'll return it. And you return two other bottles. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go buy a whole bunch of green sauce. <laughs> and return it. Take it to Chipotle. You got to go one up, though. Them. Because not only did she return two bottles after only stealing one, but she returned like, 32 ounce bottles whenever she stole a 20 ounce bottle this is so you got to really really repay in a big way and put it by the trash cans yeah with just a note in the walmart bag rebecca i think we found the source of all of your heartbreak <laughs> you know, i had a friend once who got in a car accident and they had a strawberry milkshake in the car with them and when they got in the, the accident, the strawberry milkshake, like, exploded in the car. And, like, it was a pretty bad accident. Like, airbags deployed and everything. And then mm -hmm. strawberry milkshake everywhere. That's the And so part. this this girl was, like, the first person on the scene. And she opens the door. And she just starts screaming. <laughs> and she's screaming, her brain's Oh, my everywhere. gosh. And so this lady that got in an accident, her name was Cheryl. And she's completely conscious, but she's like laying on like her steering wheel, like her airbag. She's she's knocked a little cuckoo, but she just hears this lady <laughs> screaming. Her brains are everywhere. So she reaches around the back of her head and she's like feeling her head for like her brains. <laughs> She's thinking. She's, like, she's thinking. Like, <laughs> Do I still have brains? <laughs> and so she's like, everything feels pretty intact. She starts like looking around her car and she's like, what exploded? <laughs> like she's trying to figure out what part of her did explode. <laughs> and then it like hits her that it's her strawberry milkshake. <laughs> so she's trying to calm down the first responder. Hey, hey, it's not my brain. No, it's it's cool. just a strawberry oh milkshake. My gosh. <laughs> her brains as if her brains are actually pink that's funny yeah that's true good point good point <laughs> you know like that's the most cartoon thing <laughs> then it would be like like your brain is just brains everywhere light pink goop just all over the place <laughs> poor lady so if you ever want to know what that looks like strawberry milkshake yeah <laughs> that's identical to your brains right actually right brain goo is what they called it back in the day 
Mm-hmm. Not as appetizing as a strawberry milkshake. <laughs> what is really in a strawberry milkshake? Brains. Brains with strawberry, a little cut up, mm-hmm. little specks. So you get smarter when you drink it. <laughs> oh, is that how that works? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Well, uh, <clears throat> little transition. There was, there was a, a couple who had a very explosive bathroom experience. Nathan. Are you kidding me? Incredibly. Hold on. You could not transition that one better. We're just talking about exploding milkshakes. Oh, you're right. And then you're like, little transition. There was an explosion. I am, start over. Go back. Do you have the little rewind button? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh oh my gosh, I actually do. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, try this again. Speaking of exploding, here's an explosive transition. (laughs) <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Was that? No, you're not like trying to make an explosive transition. You're exploding into the next story. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. You're tying the two explosive stories together. Speaking of exploding brains, let's talk about ex- exploding the can- stories together to make one big happy transition. Okay, fine. Do it. Just go. What's <clears throat> the story? <laughs> Somebody's toilet exploded uh-huh. just out of the blue. Well, not out of the blue. It was actually uh, kind of dark outside. Skies were not blue. They were stormy and uh, rough. And Like this transition. Oh, my gosh, dude. I'm really <laughs> struggling here. Here's what happened, okay? Here is what happened. Hold on. Okay. Oh, I got to click that button because <clears throat> we're running out of time. Ow. I got to hurry up with this stupid story. Lightning struck next to their septic tank and it caused their toilet to literally blow up. Oh my gosh. Like just porcelain all over the bathroom. Ladies and gentlemen, do not poop during a thunderstorm. That's actually what this couple, they're like, you know, I always tell my children, I always tell them, don't go to the bathroom whenever it's storming outside and now we have a reason why. It's proof. Listen, if I got to poop, I do not care if it's clear It's already going to be explosive. Right? Listen, that toilet is going to be demolished either way, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. But yeah, it, uh, it totally just wrecked their toilet. Just utter... Destruction. Utter destruction. And that is... Can you imagine sitting on that toilet, though, and suddenly... <laughs> you're like... Uh, uh, <laughs> And right, oh my gosh, I didn't know I had it in me. It's like when the baby lion growls, but then it's the dad yes. lion behind like that him. that scene in Lion King yes. 2. Yeah, no, it's just Lion King 1. Was that, that scene happened. in Lion King 1? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> still. Um, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, I guess whenever you're, uh, whenever it's really lightning outside, don't, don't go poop. Don't use anything with a water source. Yeah, because your toilet can explode and your plumbing can get absolutely jacked. I've never actually known somebody this happened to. This I've is... only read stories about this. And, you know, I think that's what it comes down to is, is it going to happen? Probably not. Could it happen? Most definitely. But anything can happen, really. Is it, is you know? it worth taking the risk? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Unless your luck is just... Think of the story that would have been if you survived that. If you were actually pooping and then your toilet blew up, that would actually be kind of funny. That's a good. uh, That's a good story to end it on, though. I think. My name's Nathan. Thanks for listening to the Nathan and Bex podcast. 
That's you did that wrong. I know, I know, I know. Thanks for listening okay, to Nathan Vex okay, podcast. Hold on, rewind oh, again. Oh, no, I can't because if I hit that button, oh. it'll stop the music bed. Okay. Because this program sucks. Okay. Anyway, that's it for the Nathan Vex podcast today. My name is Nathan. And I'm Vex. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.